What is up, everybody? Man, it's been a minute. It's been a span. Yeah. Long time no broadcast, huh? Yeah. So, you are listening to Redeemed Meditations, and I am your host, Thomas Sandow. Oh, yeah. So, I guess I should start out with a little bit of why... Uh, there hasn't been an episode in in a few good months. Maybe a few good months is a little bit of an understatement. But um, true truth is, I just got a little worn on things. Uh, there were things that happened in my personal life and in my ministry life that uh, that I just needed. I think I needed some time away and. Uh, then there was just some things that were going on in the podcast sphere and the social media sphere and stuff like that that I, I just don't have a taste for. And I, and I just, I, I, so I, I just kind of reclused and I recoiled from it. Uh, and what a great way to recluse and recoil. And I spent my time, uh, did quite a bit of bow hunting this year. And that is something that I really enjoy doing and I know some of you may not be hunters you guys may not understand stuff um, you know or why one does that but I mean it's it's you know I'm not going to even get into justifying all that and whatever maybe there might be a bonus episode on how I view um, you know uh, conservation is part of stewarding the land um, which is a creation command commandment given to Adam, but that's not really what I what I want to talk about right now. Um, so I'm really sorry if you're offended by the fact that I hunt. Um, I'm sure in the coming minutes and episodes, you're going to be offended by a lot more things. So maybe you might want to stop listening. <laughs> um. So, anyways. Um, what I was up there doing, do, doing, I kind of have these things that I'm, uh, I had wilderness thoughts because if any of you hunt or even fish, you know that there's a lot of time spent quiet and sometimes alone, even when you're with people up in the mountains, uh, in the wilderness and there's, a lot of times to sit and reflect on things. And while I was up there, I was reflecting on on a few different things. Um, you know, uh, there were three verses that God kind of kept bringing up and I kept meditating on. And so... I know, try to really be as uh, expository um, as, as I can, but I think this episode is going to be really a lot on my meditations on these verses and devotionally um, lots of application and stuff, so maybe a little bit different from what you're used to on the show 
Hope you still like it, though. This is also going to kind of start explaining, one, how, how I think us as Christians should start moving on from things and to things. And then also, I believe that this is going to... This this is going to be a new, basically, step, and uh, I don't really want to say evolution, but as, as, as we as Christians mature, the, you know, um, we shouldn't stay stagnant, and so this show, hopefully, one, helps you in that walk. But also, this show doesn't stay stagnant. Um, uh, there are some shows that have seriously stayed in this whole stagnant thing. And um, it's not saying that they're bad. It's not saying that that you shouldn't listen to them or whatever. Um, that seems to be a huge thing that if you... Uh, if, if, if you don't like somebody or you don't think that or, or you stop listening to somebody, then you absolutely hate them. A very good example on how things and shows evolve and start maturing as the hosts mature as well and helping to bring the listeners to that maturity level too is Alex's show Undying Light. If you just listen to how that show was in the beginning and where he has brought it now it's it you can see the evolution that that it has not stayed stagnant that it has continued to grow and help his listeners grow as well um one of the things you know and and i'm gonna point point this out and again huge disclaimer okay um Pirate Radio, um, defend, defend, defending the faith. Um, uh, Chris Chris Ro- Rosenborough, I think he's an awesome pastor. I think he's an awesome dude. Um, wonderful man, man, man of God, and the things that he does for the the cri- cri- Christian world and to help people out is just awesome. But his show only smacks of that one tune of. All these mega church charismatic guys are bad and false, and this is why. Okay, that is good for a certain extent, but I really think we need to move move on from that at some point. Um, and that that's one guy that, as I have matured in my faith and as I have matured in my knowledge of the faith, I have moved on from that. Um. um so, uh, not that. Not that I think his stuff is bad, and not that I think he's bad. I, I've just moved, moved, moved on, and I really don't have much of an interest in continuing to entertain the stuff that I already know is bad. Which kind of leads me into, excuse me, <coughs> bless me. Which kind of leads me into the first verse that was brought to me. 
um, or I guess not brought brought to me. Matt, how charismatic do I sound right now? By 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 the way, that oh he's taken. He's not gonna he's not gonna pound the charismatic dudes anymore. He is now charismatic. God's bringing him versus. Yeah yeah okay whatever. Um. <laughs> um. But so Philippians four eight. I, I, I love this verse. Paul extorts the the church in Philippi saying, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Think about that. True, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable. If is there any excellence in it, anything worthy of praise, that is what you are to think on. We're not meant to dwell on these bad theologies. Like, like think, think, think about, about, about it, like, like, once we realize that these, these prosperity, uber-charismatic, uh, uber-woke guys are, are bad and they're, and they're saying just ridiculous things, like, like we've realized that and we've called that, 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 that out and we know, we know, according to the faith, that that is just disgustingly wrong. And yet, three, five, six, ten years of knowing that we're still just hung up on the fact that, ah, look, can you believe Joel Olstein said this again? Yes, I can. Because this is what he believes. This is the way his mind thinks. Like, oh, can you believe this? Can you believe, what? Why would these guys say these things? Well, because they, they, this, this is what we've acknowledged that their theology was a long time ago. And the more that we share the things and the more eyes that we put on it, the more notoriety that we put on it. The more that we are drawing attention to it. This is how algorithm stuff works. The more we comment on things, the more we share it, the more eyes this stuff gets. The more it pops up in things like the reels and different things like that. So really, if, if, if you one of the best ways of getting rid of all that crap is to acknowledge that it's bad and kind of leave it there we don't need to keep hearing about the terrible things that revoice is doing it's woke and it's bad it's got uber liberal theology in it and um super progressive we don't need to think about that anymore because think about, about, about if all you're thinking is that and it angers you and it angers you. Are you really thinking about whatever is true? Are you thinking about something that's honorable or just or pure or lo- 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 lovely? Is that theology that you're calling out commendable? 
there's certainly no excellence in it. And it's definitely not worthy of praise. And I also want to maybe strike a nerve here too and possibly say that the way you're going about calling it out or your motive for sharing it to make fun and belittle perhaps perhaps that is not true or honorable or just pure lovely gonna say it's probably not commendable I'm not sure how much excellence is in it Christians these are the things that we're supposed to be thinking on we're supposed to be thinking of good things we have been given knowledge and learning about these awesome faith truths these solas these 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 denominational doctrines these confessions and instead of diving deep into those things we want to stay playing in the mud these instead of choosing to think about things and sharing things that are honorable and pure and lovely and commendable and praiseworthy We're choosing to share trash and to fill our eyes with trash that does nothing that, and it is a right response to feel anger towards that. But we're not supposed to run off angry energy. We're not. And think about what that does in our hearts towards these people. I have heard people that want to get physically angry and physically mad. When I talk about that person needs to get torn out of the pulpit when they're saying ridiculous things, it doesn't mean I want somebody to cause them physical harm and tear them out, out of it. They need not be in that pulpit. We need not to wish physical harm on people. Because rightly so, these doctrines make us angry. But if our only response is anger and not loving kindness towards these people, then we're just a clanging gong. The next verse, which I was was thinking about, was 1 Thessalonians and as you know, on the uh, Redeem Meditations podcast, I do not have this bookmarked, because why would I? So bear with me as I flip these pages. And just, I mean, I mean, let's just take a minute to appreciate these um, these beautiful biblical pages and me smacking my uh, microphone as I'm doing this. So Philippians 4.11. Aspire to live quietly and to mind your own affairs and to work with your hands 
as we instructed you, going in the verse 12, so that may, you may walk prob- properly before outsiders and to be in it on no, 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 no one, okay? So I get there's a lot of context that go 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 goes around around the, these things again. Um, this isn't normally what this show does, and you know this isn't what this show does. So I don't want to hear any sort of thing. Oh well, you took that out of context, okay? I'm talking about my meditations on, on this, okay? And I really think they are applicable, okay? So aspire to live quietly, to live a quiet life, and to mind your own affairs, mind your own doctrine. And don't be this loud, huge, screaming, angry person on on Facebook and Instagram and all these other Insta face tweets, okay? Like, stop it. Because you don't, like, do we understand that when we do things like that and we comment things and we start these social media wars and battles and doing your call calling out stuff first of all would you do that to somebody's face or would you just do it behind a keyboard let's be honest okay um i don't know how many times i've had people on the podcast that have said such like huge like like just just uh um like aggressive things on these firm stance stances like while we're talking off air or or in a chat chat room and then i come at them with these hard questions and they're like oh and all of a sudden things get softer because it's recorded and it's going to get published so if these aren't things that you are willing to put on a published podcast or in person really don't think you should be saying comments really don't think you should be sending the direct messages because there are outsiders looking in and there's even people outside of our theological systems that are looking in and seeing us acting like this and they don't see Christ and we use the excuse of how Christ talked to the the Pharisees. Was there ever a time that Christ re- re- rebuked the Pharisees in such a way that you couldn't see him wanting that Pharisee to be saved? Or see him that he would take delight in that damnation? Or have him not seek out people. Sometimes I think we put way too much of an edge on G G Jesus's firm words. That we bring it to our sinful anger. As if he would act the way that we would. If 
if you guys just hear heard some sort of whistling thing, I have no idea what that was, but I heard it in my headphones. So that's interesting. I don't know. There's gonna be back the background beat, so you may not have heard heard heard, heard that. Sol, you're gonna have to tell me if you heard that. Maybe it's like the beep 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 and Jermaine stuff. Anyways, so. Just seek to live quiet, quietly. Don't go out looking for a fight. We're not bar brawlers, okay? Like, like seriously, seriously, I love how we want to, we we want to talk about how how bad Driscoll was with his freaking just just bar brawling mentality, but yet we ourselves, the same people that want to talk about that, are the same people out starting in, in Instagram bar brawls. Like really? Let, let's be a like do you think Paul was just going around the area of obligation attacks. Okay? We know that's not true. Spoke kindly to them. Spoke lovingly to, to them. He was a tactician. He was a technical fighter, not a brawler. Seek to be a technical fighter. Seek to live a quiet life. And then Romans 8, 12. guys Bear with me, I'm going to look a little bit. If it's possible, as far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. In how we talk with people that differ in our theology, 
Are we being peaceably? Are we doing it with the peace of the gospel? Are we speaking with these people in which that reflects the gospel? The news that has brought peace between us and God. Are we doing it with that peace? Or do we just want problems with these people always? It saddens me. Because sometimes it almost seems like we would rather these people go to hell and live in eternal damnation than to pray for these people, than to have the gospel peace, to pray for these people, to pray for these preachers, to for these pastors that, that have wonky and wacky theologies. That maybe my big brother in ministry would always tell me that while he did not support gay marriage whatsoever and knew it was a sin, a gay person was always welcomed at his dinner table. If we are not living peaceably with others, how are we to share the gospel and have the word of God transform their hearts? Now, I honestly think that that whole Billy Graham thing of preach the gospel and if necessary use words is the stupidest thing I've ever heard heard, heard in my life, especially now because of the fact that we we seem to champion moralism so 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 oh much that we won't even see Christian as moral people. But we just champ, 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 champion this morality, and if you hear a bunch of noise, my family just walked in. It's about time for me to cut, cut, cut about this episode so I can spend some time with them. So, anyways, being moral isn't enough. We have to speak the gospel. This is the hearing. Salvation comes by faith, and faith by hearing the word of God. Not by doing good works. This isn't Rome. But if we are not peaceable with people, it will not make sense that we are jerks that have this gospel of peace. Know that last point and this last verse is getting kind of uh, shortened a little, little, little bit, but I mean, it, it's true. I, I honestly want to spend time with my family more than I want to spend 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 with you guys. I love you guys, but you know, um, yeah, I, I, I love my wife and this adoring little girl even more, okay? So, um, this is a little precursor how the show's going to be for uh, kind of now on. So, um, 
sorry if it's a little upsetting, and I do hope you do stay, 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 stick around. Guys, until next time.